Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. For the second day in a row, I'm going to bring you guys a quote, but today I am going to quote exactly, well, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the quote exactly. Yesterday, I kind of paraphrased it a little bit because I didn't remember it, but this one is short, so I can remember this one, and it's the following. It's from a lady named Margaret Drabble. And she says, when nothing is sure, everything is possible. When nothing is sure, everything is possible. Now that's a, I mean, look, that's a great quote to just kind of keep in our back pocket and remember all of the time, right? Because it works in any moment of our lives at any given time. Because we've talked about it on this podcast, there are tons of uncontrollables out there. There are tons of things that we can't control. So therefore, things not being sure, there being a certain level of uncertainty will always, always exist. However, recording this on September the 9th, it's my birthday by the way, thank you guys for the applause, I appreciate it. Recording this on September the 9th of the year 2020. Wow. I mean, what are we sure of at this time? With the pandemic, with the social unrest that exists, like, what are we sure of? What does tomorrow look like? What is the news going to say? What's going to be the action? Like, I'm getting ready for my kids to go back to school. Maybe. I mean, I think they're going to, you know, less than a week from today, but that might change. So right now, in terms of the, the, the times in which we're living, wow, this is a very timely quote that I came across because there are, it seems, here's the thing. It seems as though there are more things that we're sure of at this point in our history than previous, you know, times. I don't necessarily believe that to be the case. I just believe that technology has just evolved to where we know so much more. We're privy to so much more information that than we, than we were that we know that there are more things that we're not sure of, but I'm going to play devil's advocate because I'm thinking out loud because I always do these podcasts shooting from the hip on the other side of things before there was technology. I mean, there were a lot of things you weren't sure of as well. For example, I mean, if there was a natural disaster somewhere, now people mark safe on their Facebook profile, or you can message them and text them or whatever. That wasn't of necessarily a thing you could do 50, 60 years ago. So therefore there was some uncertainty there. There was some things that we weren't sure of, but let me, let's focus on, let's get out of feeling nasty and feeling down, like saying, all right, Mario, well, what do you got for me today? Let's focus on the the second part of this. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. Everything's a possibility. The options in front of us, the, the choices in front of us, the decisions in front of us, It's all there. Nothing gets taken off of the table. Now, the what we have to be careful with here, because this quote could also be twisted and turned 
that what if all options are on the table then that means that like the option of the coronavirus killing every inhabitant on earth exists cuz that's an option so it's on the table so we could take this quote and it could cause us more anxiety it could cause us more stress it could cause us more unrest because that's an option. The economy could collapse. That's an option. I mean, everything's an option, right, Mario? You're saying that nothing gets taken off of the table. But what good will that do for us to take this quote and to guide it in that direction? No, let's not, let's not do that. Let's guide it in this other direction. Everything's possible. What do you what do you want to do today? How do you want to think? What kinds of decisions do you want to make? What kind of person do you want to be? It's all on the table. All of those options are here for us. Because well, nothing is sure. I'm going to share with you guys a little story because I think it's a, it's a fantastic story. This actually really happened to me. Um, my wife says, Hey, uh, you know, those, those couches that we've got in the living room, they're starting to look a little bit beat up, you know, kids spilling stuff on it, you know, getting up there all dirty, whatever, you know? And she said, there's somebody selling these couches and, uh, you know, they're, they're 300 bucks. And I told them that maybe we'd get them. What do you think? I said, sure, let, let's get them. You know, by the way, they're nicer couches, like they're, they're leather or whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that because, well, we've got kids and do you get nice things when you've got little kids running around? But anyhow, I said, yes. And so we had to drive out to go pick these couches up. So we're driving out to this person's house that we bought them from. And, um, I ride, I ride bikes if you, if you don't know that already. So I ride in a lot of interesting places and I I can see a lot of things that a lot of people don't see. And so as we're driving, I said, Hey, we're about, I think this person lives in like a really nice subdivision that was built honestly, not that long ago. And she told me that the backstory was they were selling these couches because they were, they were getting ready to, to, to move. Or she didn't know why they were selling them. And I was like, that's odd that they're selling these couches. But okay, I mean, why would they be remodeling if this house just got built, you know, like not too long ago? So anyhow, I was I was correct about where they lived. We pull into the subdivision. We roll up on this huge house. And there's people backing out of the driveway that had just loaded up their cars with, with some of this homeowner's stuff. And so I was like, I don't think they're remodeling. I, I think they're moving. Like, I think they're out of here. Um, so we pull up to the driveway, uh, to, to, for the, make the plot thicken on this story. It ended up being a lady that was a principal at one of the schools that I taught at. And unfortunately I had never been able to, uh, you know, serve under her as the principal of my campus, but I had heard wonderful things about her. So we're sitting there and we're talking. So we get a little bit more on this story, right? Uh, find out that yes, they are moving. Um, I'm like, wow, okay, a uh, really beautiful house, like just got built, you know, uh, look inside. She had done some fantastic work on it with some custom things that she had done. And 
So she continues to talk and then she says, yeah, um, you know, my husband lost his job during the coronavirus, during this pandemic. He got, he got laid off and he lost his job. And so, um, he has always wanted to start his own business. And so we have made the decision. We, we bought an RV, we bought a 42 foot RV and we just bought that new truck out there in the driveway and we are going, we're selling this house and we're going to move into an RV park to get rid of some of our expenses so that he can start up his business and there won't be any pressure on him financially to keep this standard of living at this house and, you know, make up for his salary and so on and so forth for the meantime. And I got so excited. I thought to myself, wow, what? This is, there's nothing that was sure here. Not even his job. He lost it. And then he's moving into more uncertainty with starting a business. I'm raising my hand. I mean, I started my business. Like this is, this is my business, by the way. This is what I do. But that makes everything possible. Like selling your house and buying an RV and moving into an RV park so you can start your own business. Like that's possible. How was that made possible? By the coronavirus. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the uncertainty and the shakeup and the nastiness of what this coronavirus has done. So again, it, it could have been that this coronavirus for this particular couple is seen as the worst thing that could have happened with losing a job and obviously really nice home, but expensive home. How are we going to pay the bills? How are we going to make this work? Or let's just reposition ourselves this way. Let's just change our perspective a little bit over here to this side. Oh, hey, there's an opening here for you to start your own business, for us to downsize and start this new journey together, this new part of our lives together. And she was genuinely excited about that. So folks, when nothing is sure, everything is possible. My hope for you guys is that where you are right now in your present state, that you would take this to heart, that you would reposition yourself to think about what, what could be right now during this time. What is it that I'm not seeing right now if I'm in a tough spot, if I'm not seeing things clearly? How could I reposition myself to, to be a little bit more positive or to see something that, quite honestly, my current circumstances with where we are right now in human history wouldn't have let me see it any other way but besides the way that I am right now, like where we are right now? Because... I'm just going back to the coronavirus because it's still here and it's alive and kicking. But like if the coronavirus wasn't around, how would our lives be different? Just not in a good way, not in a bad way, just different, just flat out different. I've got my kids watching videos right now, right outside my bedroom here because they're doing virtual school. That's different. But I'm just looking at it for what it is. It's different. Yeah. Okay. But what's possible 
because of the different. Not labeling that different good or bad, but what's possible because of it. Because of the uncertainty. Think about that deeply. And I, what I know that you'll find is tremendous opportunities there. That, that's what I know that you're going to find. For those of you that are cycling geeks, by the way, the Tour de France is going on, biggest bike race in the world, and what we're seeing is just this high level of competition. These guys are riding so fast. Well, because some of those riders, during the uncertainty, during this time of, of quote-unquote turmoil, they took to riding inside they took to continuing to beat on their craft and, and all of a sudden what they got for it is this, well, there was an opportunity there to realize that indoor training is actually really beneficial and really useful and you can get really fast doing indoor training when you don't have outdoor available. So folks, there's opportunities for all of us. And if you would be willing to share what some of those opportunities are, what you've found, what you've seen through this pandemic specifically, or maybe just any other point in your life where this rang true for you and you you came to an aha moment, I would love to hear from you guys. So please send me a message, get me on, you know, find me on Facebook, however you want to do it. Send me an email because I'd love to hear from you guys because it's all about community. We're all here to help each other out. I'll scratch your back. Can you scratch mine? All right, folks. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll do this again. Until next time.